Hey, you're listening to Guat.Rocks, God, the world, and other things. Our mission, advancing equilibrium in the midst of an agitated world. I'm Kenny Price, your host. Today's topic, tightrope. Tightrope. And at this point, I wish I had a subtitle, but I don't. Because I just finished working on a podcast that I was going to upload with great vim and vigor, and the Lord caused me to stop and to reflect on what I was getting ready to do and said, Kenny, don't do that. He brought me back to the point to realize that we have to be very careful what we're reading in the news. We have to be very careful for what is being pushed to our phones, what is being pushed to our desktops, We have to slow down and we have to think about it and we have to guard our hearts that we're not being gaslighted. You can look that term up later, that we're not being manipulated into a sense of agitation and that we're not being worked or controlled. And I won't go into details even with what the story was that I was going to cover, but I want to give you the aftermath to the agitation that I felt. The song Tightrope came to mind by a musician, person that I really enjoyed when I was a teenager. The song Tightrope by the guy Leon Russell. It says, I'm up on the tightrope. One side's hate and one is hope. It's a circus game with you and me. I'm up on the tight wire linked by life and the funeral pyre. But the top hat, top hat on my head is all you see. And the wire seems to be the only place for me. A comedy of errors, and I'm falling like a rubberneck giraffe. You look into my past, well, baby, you're just too blind to see. This article that came across my desktop that really piqued my interest, connected to some other things that have happened in the past couple of months, really began to stimulate me and get me upset. And this song, Tightrope, came to mind regarding this story and where these people really are in their lives. And I see that they're in this situation. They're on the tightrope. They're linked by life in the funeral pyre. And yet in their smarminess, and that is a word, smarmy. I used that word some time ago in front of one of my sons. And they said, where on earth do you come up with this stuff? And I said, it is a real word. word. Look it up on your iPhone, and he did. But the word smarmy describes someone who is overly flattering and fake. A smarmy student might tell a teacher, you're looking even more lovely than usual today with a big smile. Smarmy describes someone who goes way over the top, trying to be suave and charming, fooling no one. And so this news story with this person who's very smarmy, and they have other relatives in their family who are prominent people, and they're smarmy, that it just really got my ire, got it up. And so I was getting ready to do a podcast on that. But as I investigated the news story more closely, it is actually from 2015. So I thought, what in the world is this article? Why is it being floated? And it appears to have happened in 2015. I can find nothing 
that says that there were any comments made by this person recently as he made in 2015. So then, of course, the brakes went on and it caused me to say, wait, so why is this story being floated now? And why is it coming to my desktop? You see, we have to keep in mind that you can do all that you can to try to hide your computer and your your personal identification, so to speak, on the web. But folks, the technology now exists to where they don't have to necessarily see your serial number. Every computer chip has a serial number that can be broadcast when you go on the web. But all of that can be hidden, and they can still take your characteristics and the way that you engage the web and ultimately track it back to you and your computer. Something that got my attention here just a couple of days ago that I went to a website and in the address bar, this little icon popped up on the right-hand side of that bar inside the bar. And I thought, well, what is that? I've never seen that before. And so I thought motion detector detection denied. So I clicked on that for definition. I began to read, found out that this website is seeking to track my motion of the computer itself. Are you with me? In other words, the movement of my laptop or my computer. So then I began to do further investigation of that. And I thought, what, what good does it do someone to be able to track the motion or movements of my computer? Come to find out, with that type of data coupled with other things they can track, that they basically can put together a fingerprint profile of your originating signal and say, wait, that's that person. That's that specific computer. Then, with all of that technology, they begin to follow you across the web, and they can, through advertising and through the websites you go to, push things back to your desktop. So the technology that's being employed now against us is unfathomable. It's hard to get my mind around. Fortunately, I use Firefox, and Firefox stops that type of detection. Also, Google Chrome has that type of protection built in. But who would have known? We have to keep in mind things are being funneled to us especially right now, that are seeking to destroy our peace, that are seeking to destroy and manipulate and mess up our equilibrium, our, our resting place of peace, and if you're a Christian, in the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We've got to back up, and we've got to realize we're all on a tightrope. We're all on a, on a tightrope linked by life and the funeral pyre, and though we may get upset, upset at some people who make outlandish statements, who do outlandish things, that folks, we're all in the same boat when it comes to sin and the need for repentance. By slowing down, taking a little bit of time to investigate further, it caused me to realize, wait, I'm being played. And some of the things that are coming to me that are seeking to destroy my peace are willful, purposeful manipulations to cause disruption. Luke chapter 13, think about this. At that time, it says, some people came and reported to Jesus about the Galileans 
whose blood Pilate had mixed with their sacrifices. And he responded to them, Do you think that these Galileans were more sinful than all the other Galileans because they suffered these things? No, I tell you, but unless you repent, you will all perish as well. Or those 18 that the tower in Siloam fell on and killed, do you think they were more sinful than all the other people who live in Jerusalem? No, I tell you, but unless you repent, you will all perish as well. And what this says to me, a side note, it's interesting that Jesus, he brings up the news stories of his day that had captivated the people's minds. And what he knew about the Jews is that they had the attitude that, well, these tragedies and these hardships and these disasters came upon these people because they had done something wrong. They basically held to kind of a concept of karma. Well, they were getting paid back for the wrong done. But Jesus reminded the people that brought this concern to him, do you really think that's what happened? But hey, here's the bigger issue. Unless you repent, you will all perish as well. He used the news stories of his day to caution the people that, wait, you've got a bigger problem unless you repent. See, he's talking about what? Repent? What do you mean, repent? To turn from their sin, you will all perish as well. He used this, these terrible occurrences of tragedies to point out to them that unless you deal with your sin, that you're facing an eternal perishing. This is the real issue. And so, dear people, I want to encourage you as we go about our daily living Every one of us are so tied to the internet that we cannot help but come in contact with things that seek to capture our eyes, that seek to change our minds, that seek to undermine our minds and cause a sense of despair and a sense of hopelessness, a sense of agitation, a sense of, of frustration. And we've got to take a time out and say, hey, hang on just a minute. We've got to bring every thought captive unto Christ. We've got to remember during these hard times, people are seeking to manipulate our minds and to disrupt our well-being and our peace. So we have to be on constant guard, and we have to double-check and triple-check things that we read that provoke us or that cause a disruption in our peace, process it and back away, not be motivated to take action by everything you read. I wish you and your family a happy 4th of July as we celebrate this wonderful country. Yes, we're under attack. Yes, the problems are real, but keep in mind, our God is bigger. He's got this thing. Happy July 4th. With that, dear friends, I bid you peace.